Good. How are you, man? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. Yeah, and uh, Happy New Year to uh, all of our uh, listeners out there, um, all of our followers. Uh, yeah, hope everyone had a nice holiday, uh, getting charged up, ready for uh, 2023. It's going to be a big yes, year. Uh, we're going to put 2022 in the uh, in the rearview mirror there. And, in the back burner. Uh, in the back burner, yes, sir. We're going to move forward. Uh, before we get going, give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube here at Cup of Mets. Again, that's at Cup of Mets. Um, also, also, uh, I've dropped the ball on this the few times that we have live streamed here on YouTube. I will be trying to do my best to moderate uh, the chat. So if you are in the chat, don't feel neglected. I will do my best to, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, cater to you and, um, you know, obviously, um, maybe even bring up something that you, uh, you know, want to chat about. So, um, we're going to dive right in here. Uh, January 4th, we are, uh, you know, just a little over, probably like a little over a month away, uh, from pitchers and catchers reporting, which is just, uh, wild to begin with. It's been a really quick like the season year. ended yesterday. Right. Right. No, seriously, seriously. I mean, I mean, the thing is, it's it's the way that it's the way that the 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 season went. It's the way that the season ended. You know what I mean? It, it it's, yeah. it's just like it's straight unfinished business. And then now it's kind of like we're rocking and rolling and we are uh, we kind of have like a show of our own in Steve Cohen and the offseason frenzy. So it's kind of like this is like the beginning. Yeah, know? exactly. So it's kind of <laughs> like the action has continued since yeah. the end of such a remarkable season last year <laughs> um and, and just right into the right into the off season but um obviously the last time we touched base we were singing merry merry fucking christmas out the out the gazoo um correa christmas it was, a, it was a correa christmas we were um you know uh, leaving for joy uh tones Definitely. a little bit tones a little bit different right now Yes, hundred uh, percent. What What do you? Tidal wave, if I like to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously, Literally. you know, obviously, you know, if you if you've been, um, you know, f- keeping up with it, uh, the Mets and Carlos Correa are still they still have the agreement. Uh, they are still uh, in the process of working everything out, but uh, they did come to the agreement right on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, December twenty second, right? And uh, it seems to be like you know. The Giants weren't weren't bullshitting, in my opinion, and excuse my French, Ian, but you know, yeah, no, no, no. Giants and their physical didn't go through, and now all of a sudden the Mets have an issue. They're trying to work out a deal. I think that's the best part about it, though, Boz, because you know, back in the day, if this is the Will Ponds, if this is, you know, obviously not Steve Cohen attitude, uh, the Mets don't. The Mets let it go. You know, they they say, oh, your physicals failed, then no, they're not going to yeah. sign them. But the fact that they're trying to work out a deal um you know hopefully hopefully they get it done asap so we could uh get ready go to florida and and win a championship hopefully by the end of next september october yeah and i mean listen i think that it does get done at the end of the day it's just yeah it's such an interesting thing you know obviously they came to the agreement um on the 12-year 315 million dollar contract 
um, you know, December 20, you know, right before Christmas. Right. And then now, now we're sitting here on January 4th and uh, they're still discussing things. And for a while there, um, you know, we have obviously, as, as you just noted, giants weren't, weren't BSing there. They, they did their homework. They saw what they saw and they, you know, said, you know, head elsewhere. Um, But when we're looking at the Mets and kind of, going through this Steve Cohen's trying to get creative right and and it wasn't it was only until what last night that we were hearing that this contract may look drastically different yeah and, definitely Ken I mean, Rosenthal shout out Oyster Bay shout out Oyster Bay yeah Ken Rosenthal went to the same high school as us both so uh yeah Kenny, Ro- Kenny Rosenthal <laughs> yeah he's the man no, but um, yeah he, I mean again like you said he he uh went on that podcast and he, he he had a lot of information on on the th- on the deal. Yeah, and the no, whole, whole, whole no the, the, the whole thing has just been like kind of like humorous. I mean, not humorous, like obviously. Show. Uh, like yeah, obviously, show. like we're all on we're all on edge, but it's yeah. so funny, you know. You got Mike Puma coming out. Hey, we got a we have an update, and and it's essentially like nothing in a nutshell, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, just kind of like just stagnant news, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's like. You know, um, you know, Ken Rosenthal, I mean, Ken, and then John and then John Heyman comes out and, and says literally verbatim the same thing, but maybe with different language. And wait, it's like, wait, who is the guy with the percentage? Like it's a 51, 40. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a 51 <laughs> percent chance that it's going to occur. It's that was like, hilarious. OK. And then all the, yeah. Yeah. 51, 49. And then all of a sudden it was like someone someone said later on, hey, I'm hearing that it's a 55, 45. And it's like. <laughs> Where are these numbers coming from? It sounds like 50 50 to me, man. Like it sounds like it could go either way, you know? I mean, but, it, but, but since the then, it de- yeah, since then, I mean, it definitely sounds like the deal is going to get done. It's just going to be in a different kind of format there. Um, what do you think? A, I mean, obviously, good on the Mets for doing their homework. They saw mm-hmm. what they saw, and it Correct. looks like they may get their player as well as certain clauses within the contract that kind of protect them. I heard less years. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially less years, but like, what are your overall thoughts? I mean, obviously it's been a wild situation, but uh, where, where do you think this, this kind of situation ultimately, you know, heads? I mean, yeah, no, it seems like both sides are trying to reach an agreement. So that's a good sign from everything we've heard from Twitter, you know, MLB network, whatever, Um, you know, Correa is, a generational talent, in my opinion, you know, I think, I think he does want to play in New York. I think he does want to play with Francisco Lindor. Um, and you've seen that recent picture with the son, which kind of made me laugh. It's like, you know, I, I, you know, I heart New York, but, and, and it has the, and it has the two foods that you eat at, at, at a ball game. That was a breadcrumb. That was a breadcrumb. Yeah. Yeah. But it had the two foods that you eat in New York at a ballpark, which is a hot dog and a pretzel. So like, I'm just saying it's all signs lead to the Mets. So you know, my overall thoughts, I think it gets done. Um, but in the back of my mind, as a, as a Met fan who's gone through the Wilpon era, who's gone, who's who grew up watching Mike Piazza, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think in the back of my mind, I think, you know, if, if it really doesn't get done, it, some 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 Met like is going to happen where they don't agree in terms of money or years. And and then he goes somewhere. I'm not going to name teams, but I think, you know, where I'm headed in this direction, Ian. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. do. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say all I'll say is in division. Yeah. And yep. and he'll have a career year like Frank Fleming says. Shout out Frank Fleming and Barstool. He's he's the most negative person I've ever seen on social media, but he does bring good points Frank sometimes when it comes tank. to the Mets. When it comes to the Mets. But 
at the end of the day, I'm going 80%. He's going to sign with the Mets. Okay, 80%. So, yes, so, yes. 80 to 85. I'll give a range. All right. That's a, that's all right, a, that's a B plus. So John Heyman's at 51. Bob Nightingale's at 55. And Robin said 51, Robin, 49. Yeah, Robin Agus is at yeah. is at 80%. Yeah, no, listen, I, I agree. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Um I I do think it ultimately ultimately gets done. I think it's just a tricky situation. You know, the Mets want the player and the player wants the team. Ultimately, it's just a matter of, you know how can it get to the finish line? And we heard the report the other day where, you know, uh, teams have been calling Scott Boris to try to check out the availability. And right. he's yep. been saying it's a one man show and everybody knows that even the, the giants. Are, yeah. Yeah. The Mets are the only team, you know, he's only negotiating with one team. Um, but the interesting thing that I think is, um, you know, it ha- has taken an interesting turn and potentially probably why this has lagged out so long is that, you know, for a while there, we were hearing that, oh, you know, obviously because of this injury that occurred before he made his debut and he has the plate in his leg, the Mets probably want insurance on, you know, the back end of his contract or on a certain part of his contract, but he's still going to get the 12 years, $315 million, right? And then the report comes out last night and it's like it's drastically different. The 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 contract is going to be drastically different. And I think mm-hmm. that that's kind of like a that's almost like the most obviously that's the most news that we've had since yeah. uh, you know before before the holidays and in, in yeah. regards to Correa. But um, I just think it's fascinating, and and I just wonder kind of what what clauses are going to be in there. A lot of people have uh, likened to the uh, JD Martinez situation a few years ago yeah. uh, with the Red Sox. Um, okay. I, for, I forget what he dealt with. I think it was maybe like an ankle or uh, something along those lines, but um, or his back, but they put an insurance clause in there. But um, then now we're hearing potentially like you even mentioned the years and the years and the money may change. Yes. So I just think that ultimately, right. While, the contract is going to be drastically different in favor of whether it's Correa, the Mets, or just both parties in general. This mm-hmm. thing has to get done. A, the Mets need, no, no, I'm not going to say they need them. The Mets, the Mets will be exponentially better and he will fill that big bat need that they have yeah. longed for in the middle of the lineup, right? Yeah, uh, like and- that, that other superstar. Yeah, yeah. Like with and, Lindor, with yeah. Edwin Diaz, with with a Scherzer, you know, and, like and a Verlander. I mean, whatever, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. a, a nucleus of superstars. Exactly, exactly. And then yeah. the other portion of it is listen, Correa had the interesting offseason last year where he didn't mm-hmm. sign until February and he only ended up with a two year deal with an opt out after a first with the twins because they were certain concerns and you know maybe he was looking for too many years and too much money or whatever yeah but the thing is is the fact that the giants backed off of his contract this year Mm -hmm. and then if the mets ultimately like like let's say this deal falls apart that's two teams there if obviously a lot of other organizations are going to go hollering for carlos correa but his stock is going to take a hit yeah no definitely you know you you see it now yeah, exactly. And you have two teams that are um, 
uh, two teams. What the fuck am I saying? Uh, it, it, it's just it, it's one it's one of these things that you know I I, I think that it's it's just an interesting case, and I, I'm wondering yeah. if I'm wondering if there's going to be a policy on his leg, on his actual physical leg. And I mean, again, well, like you said, it's it's going to hit his stock. It's going to, you know, it's it's that type of moment where he's not going to get that projected contract he always wanted. You know, and and that's why I think a, a deal with the Mets gets done because he, I feel like he's going to still make that money. But in terms of what you said, there's going to be an insurance. There's going to be a policy where if he doesn't play a certain X amount of games, especially at third or wherever, DH and whatever, you know, he's not going to get paid. It's like a, you know, it's a better Yohan Cespedes situation in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I almost wonder if like, I almost wonder what the years and the money may look like if that is what gets altered right he was projected to get what was it 20 26 and a quarter yeah a year annually yeah. correct right so, yeah. so through through 12 yeah so 26 and a quarter obviously um you know years, a, across yeah. 10 years is 262 million dollars right yeah. so i wonder if they go down to 10 years um you know but i wonder if i i i I, I just wonder if they know something on within that physical that says that 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 plate either needs yeah. to be tended deeper, to at a certain yeah, point it's or than, yep, it's deeper than just his leg. It's his ankle and or this plate, this and that, you know, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, again, I believe Ken Rosenthal. Shout out to Um, you know, but today's January 4th, though. When do you think it gets done? January 4th. Look, let me look at my calendar. I think. It gets done. Oh, we got to go to the calendar for this one. Yes. I mean, that's, 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 I what forgot it was like. Wednesday. That's the thing. No, I'm just playing. But I think it gets done on Friday. On Friday. Yes. Remember, 80, 80 to 85%. That was my percentage. Rob Venegas. I didn't really give a percentage. No, but I'm saying in, in the beginning, when we oh, were right, comparing right. percentages, yeah. this guy said 5149. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I actually, I actually think it's gonna, it's gonna get done tomorrow. Okay, I do, I do. Okay. Thursday, ASAP. Thursday, January fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it just has like a solid, solid sounding day. Yeah, you know it what does. I mean. It does. Um, yeah, we I traded def- for somebody today though. No, 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 no. Excuse me. This date in Mets history, we traded for somebody today. I was about, I was about to say I wasn't informed. Yeah, what? Who? Who? I believe. I believe so. Who? Who? All I gotta say is taxi driver. Oh, Dwaner. Yes. Oh yeah. Ah, from man. the Dodgers. Where the Mets would have been in 2006 with Dwaner Sanchez in that game. <laughs> he was good. Instead of Aaron Heilman. Yeah, yeah, he was good, Dwaner. It's crazy. It's crazy that Yachty retired, and we're talking about that game. Well, and, that's what I'm and, saying, dude. It's a new, it's him. a new wave of superstars, and we're seeing. And one of them is a, is a, is a. He's a pitcher, and and he DHs when he's not pitching. So. And he's gonna be a Matt. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wednesday, January fourth. January, you're right. You're right. You're right. It down. Shohei Otani is going to be a Met. Okay. You already, <laughs> you already know it. Kodai, Kodai is going to win the Rookie of the Year. He's going to go. He's going to go to the All Star Game as well. Kodai, Kodai Senga is going to have a wild year. 
and he I hope so man that'd be awesome gonna go to the all-star game um (laughs) yeah i I already said he's gonna go to the all-star game and he's gonna recruit shohei otani to new york and it's gonna be an absolute just like fucking done deal wow done deal done deal done deal i mean listen listen okay listen we we got kano is gonna be hold up i'm sorry hold up before you say this is he gonna be better than tanaka when he came to the yankees in new york or like that level like all-star level sanga yes yeah yeah and i hope he stays healthier than masahiro tanaka in his first year as well didn't didn't remember in his first year he tore his ucl Mm, i don't know and then he might have been a year after for a little bit it might have been the year after his first year because i remember getting tickets to mets yankees and it was him versus montero Mm. i think 2014 yeah 2014 that that. Yes, and he threw a complete game shutout. It was like, and he must have thrown like 130 pitches. I'm not was that exaggerate. was was that at City Field? Yes, that was when Bobby Bray was hitting fourth and stuff oh. like that. Oh, so that means that uh, Jacob Degrom made his debut the same the, the same night season. the night the day after the the day before or something like that. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite pitchers. I mean, you brought up Masahiro Tanaka. <laughs> one of one of my all time favorite Japanese imports. Okay. Um, is Hiroki Kuroda from the Dodgers? From the Dodgers, and he played um, with the Yankees a little bit. Did he pitch with the Yankees? We saw him, bro. Hiroki Kuroda. Oh shit! Definitely, definitely. We saw him against Matt Harvey, 2013, when they had a little rain delay and we were running late. Oh my gosh! Yeah, man. Hiroki Kuroda and the Mets won. That was when Mariano Rivera fucking blew the save. This is a this is a Mets podcast, by the way. Yeah, you but, went off the ten year old, bro. But this is a Mets. No, this is a Mets. This is a Mets podcast, right? But Hiroki Kuroda pitched from 2008 until 2014, ages 30. Wow. Ready, ready. Ages 33. Six years. Okay. Through 39. Okay. Yep. He never had. An ERA mm-hmm. over three seventy six. Okay. Think about that consistency. Yes, 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 yes. I'm thinking about it. With you know, go ahead, go ahead, keep going. And he made thirty or more starts in every year that he pitched in the major leagues, aside from one. Uh, what's that? What's that word? Uh, product, productable. What's that word? Productable. Um, oh my uh, goodness, Robert, <laughs> Robert, Robert. I'm really not consistent. Consistent. Yeah. You know, like uh, he's uh, he did. He always goes out there. He was a workforce. He was a workforce. He was. He was. A, he was a workforce. Yeah. Now, now you got. Now you got me workforce. speaking like an asshole. Yeah. Product. Workforce. Productful. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but listen, no. let me ask you something, Ian. Yeah. Would you rather trade Eduardo Escobar? Oh, we're back on the Mets. What? I said, oh, we're back on the Mets. Yeah. Yes. Or <laughs> Luis Guillermo. Guillermo, excuse me. Um, neither. Neither? Neither. I'm not even giving with I, Carlos Correa with the Carlos Correa signing happening. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm not listen. We're winning the fucking World Series this year. I hope so. No, no, it's not. Cut the I hope so bullshit. All right. Hop on the hop on the train because 
that's going to be the Cup of Mets slogan moving forward. Uh, here on January 4th, you were hearing it. Uh, the slogan is going to be, we are fucking winning the World Series in, in 20. The Mets <laughs> are winning the fucking World Series in 2023. Mm-hmm. Listen, Guillaume has a place. I've seen one or two people on Twitter say that he doesn't have a spot on the team. Bullshit. He does. He does. Okay. Okay. If you need to right now, as it stands, even with Correa, mm-hmm. the Mets still don't have a right-handed bat to platoon with Daniel Vogelbach at the designated hitter spot. So if you are, I mean, granted, it's Eduardo Escobar right now. Okay. Yeah. But if you are taking Jeff McNeil at second and putting him in left, Luis Guillorme is one of the top infielders defensively in the game, and him and Lindor are one of the best up-the-middle duos in the game. Yeah. He also can hit, evidently. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, listen, is he, is he a 300 hitter? No. But yeah. he goes, but he goes on stretches. He's a slap hitter. Uh, he got on base at a 351 clip in 2022. Uh, almost made 300 plate appearances, right? And played stellar defense. And he played incredible defense. Okay. Yep. And then when we're talking about Eduardo Escobar here, right? Mm-hmm. He's got he's got one more year left in his contract. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's him or Canna that has the option. Or maybe they both have options. I don't really know, um, and I'm not. Think, uh, and I'm not going to look. It, yeah, they're both two. Yeah, there are. They are. They do have options. I just don't know who has who. But and then when you look Probably at Canna. it, yeah, yeah, it okay. might be Canna. But then, okay. but but then when you look at Eduardo Escobar, mm-hmm. a his second half. But obviously, more importantly, uh, his September or his August, whatever it was, was absolutely sensational. Um, mm-hmm. He wound up hitting 20 home runs, driving in nearly 70 runs um, with a 725 OPS, right? Um, Eduardo Escobar can play third. He can play second base. And he's got pop. He also is beloved by his teammates. I don't understand why trading him would be such a such a an important thing to do. And and I see people talking about it. I don't know if you have another opinion on that, but I, I just to me, to me, Eduardo Escobar, I don't want to trade Luis Guillorme. I don't think it's necessary, especially uh-huh. especially him being under contract and him being cheap. Yep. But Eduardo Escobar too, I don't want to deal because I just think that he's important to the clubhouse camaraderie and to the overall, I don't know. No, yeah. So, so, so here's the thing, though. Like, it's not like I don't agree with you in terms of what everything you just said. But Guillaume, like you said, young guy could play multiple positions. He he could hit. You might get the best deal when trading him along with maybe somebody else, like a Darren Ruff or like a somebody you want to get rid of or a prospect. You know, this, then the third. It's just like. I don't know. Like Escobar, I see what you're saying. He's beloved in the clubhouse. He meshes well with everybody. He plays multiple positions. He plays outfield. He could. Um, but, you know, when it when it comes down to it, I think trading Giorme 
would bring more back for the Mets, especially if they want to be in like that win type now mode, they would have to get like a legit, not a legit, but a bullpen arm, like a fair trade type deal, especially if you're going to add a prospect or especially if you're going to add a guy like Darren Ruff. Hopefully they trade Darren Ruff. I'm sorry. I, I don't want him on the roster. Um, I do <laughs> I want, I, I do I want, want Francisco on Alvarez on the roster, but I think Mark Vientos, the way he'd be posting on Instagram, he's talking that grease. I respect it. I think he's, I think he's if, really talking that grease. Yeah. I think if they give him that shot, that would be fun to watch too. But if they're going to trade anybody in, in, in those two Escobar or Guillaume. Yeah. Who is it? I, I mean, again, I, I, I hate, I hate to say it. But Cause you, cause you honestly, you honestly just laid out a better case. For, I just hate to say it. Cause he brings Guillaume, like you said, brings more to the table, like, but against lefties, What's his numbers against lefties? Please tell me. Because because if it's if it's over 270, 280. No, it's not. No. Exactly. So it's, it's not even close. I would love to keep him too. But if one team is just willing to overpay, not even overpay, but just willing to trade for him and be like, okay, yeah, we like him a lot. He could, he could start at second for us every day. He could, he could move around every day for us. We'll give you this stud reliever that we have that nobody that not nobody knows about, but that people know about. But he's underrated. So, so you're trading. I don't know. I don't know. I hate to say it. Okay, so it sounds like you're undecided. Uh, Very, very. Because yeah, you got Beatty, you got Vientos, also young guys. No, you're right about that. Also, Escobar does have a club option, so that would be that mm. would be that would be declined. So, um, so does Kana. I just no. Yes, yes. Let me check this again. I'm sorry. I had it up. Here we go. It smells he like has. gas. It smells like gas in my room. Yep, club option. 11 and a half. Yo, be careful, dude. It smells I, like gas. I know. I know. There's a laundry there's a laundry Please. matter right next to my apartment and uh <laughs> I don't know what's going on. No, no. We're good. Um yeah, no, <laughs> I know. Um yeah. I again, I don't want to see either of them dealt, but I understand what you're saying. Do I think one of them gets there's definitely going to be more moves post the Correa signing. Knock on wood, it occurs. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if I'm like, if you had to say, Ian, put fifty dollars, uh, you have to you have to tell me like who who is getting traded like right now, like, yeah. and there's going to be someone traded. Mm-hmm. I'd probably I'd probably say uh, Eduardo Escobar. Okay. For, uh, for but why though? Uh, because because Guillaume, he gets traded. Guillaume's under contract. Yes. Okay. Guillaume's under contract, and mm-hmm. I think that with his, I mean, with his, I mean, last year there was a point that because there were too many play, there were too many players coming back. Yeah. There was there was a point where the Mets were. <clears throat> he was the only guy that he was one of the only guys that had an option left. He still has an option. Yeah. You know, so when you're when you're trading somebody of value like that, uh-huh. you know that's definitely that's definitely an integral piece to your team. Granted, Escobar does Escobar would do more for your team. So I don't know. I'm all over the fucking place. Wait, so who are our outfielders then? Yeah, so so that's the thing. We're gonna need a fourth outfielder, regardless. That's gonna but be. I feel like they consider McNeil as a fourth outfielder. No. So so going following up to your point. You don't you trade Escobar, you keep Guillaume. That essentially means that McNeil would be the fourth outfielder. Because when Guillaume plays, McNeil plays right or left. 
No. Yes, and and that's assuming. So then you would have to trade Darren Ruff. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's already dude. He's already getting dumped. Yeah. His three, his his three. Steve Cohen wipes his ass with his three million dollars that salary. <laughs> you know it. Ooh. Come on, man. The hot we, stove. The hot stove. Yeah, we know it. <laughs> the hot stove that needs to pick the fuck up because we've been waiting for this Korea news for nearly two fucking weeks. Yeah, because I, I I want another bullpen arm personally. I, I want another bullpen arm. I want to know. I kind of. I just want to because listen. The last few months have gone like this. This January is going to go like this. We're into the new year. Pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting. I want to obviously, obviously, um, you know, obviously, you know, the roster is constructed, but I want I, I want to have a have a full picture what the depth chart is going to look like, um, you know, how we're going to construct the lineup ultimately when when we know all the components of the team and who may platoon with who and in and, and what situations um, you know, and, and, and ultimately how they fill out that bullpen, you know, because that's yeah. definitely something, um, yeah, that, that kind of needs to be done as well. Where are you in terms of, um, you know, like, like, is that what you think they need post Korea? Like they, they need, they need, mm-hmm. uh, they need a bullpen arm. Yeah. Cause if you, if you sign Korea, then I think, I think, I think, uh, you're off- offensively, you're, you're, you're looking good. Um, I would like another lefty personally. Um, Andrew Chafin's still out there, and no, no, he signed right. Did he? I'm not sure. Check, look that up real quick. I'm sorry, we should have probably been prepared, but nah, what's, but, pre- <laughs> but Chafin, what's, 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 what's preparation? Chafin would have been ideal personally, but um, there's still no, 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 he's a free agent. I know Michael Fulmer. Okay, perfect. So I was right. So and then and then Michael Fulmer's still out there too. So I, I wouldn't mind it either or. Um, Andrew Shapin would be unreal. Yeah. Would be unreal with Brooks Raley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I mean that. But, would... but I wouldn't even mind Fulmer either though, because he throws hard now, and he's a former Met or he, quote unquote, former Met affiliate. Farm, farmhand, farmhand. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, listen. I mean, listen. Right, right, right now, right now, we're looking, we're looking at. Edwin, so essentially, what you would carry, you would carry eight arms in the bullpen, right? Okay, you said it. Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz. Brooks Raley. All right, chill out with the lefty. Chill out. I'm going in order here. They traded for him. He's gonna make the team. I know. I know he is. Edwin Diaz. Adam Ottavino. Okay. David Robertson. Okay. Drew Smith. Okay. Brooks, Brooks Raley. That's five. That's five. I lore McGill. Maybe. I, I could see that. Bryce Monte Steoka. Yes. I would like that a lot, actually, because he's nasty. He throws fucking so, gas. Dude, he, he's Dylan Patances 2.0. I'm he's telling better. you. He's better. I'm gonna make a video. <laughs> I'm gonna make a video because nobody has. And I hope Please nobody do. I hope nobody has a sinker, bro. Yeah. 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 If you line, if you line him and Batanz, uh, oh, yeah, Batanzas up side, side by side, side by side, that they right, do it. Video. There I'll it send is. You a rookie highlight of Batanzas, and you get one of content. Price. Yeah, Who? I said content. Content. Yeah, content. Yes. But yeah, no, Andrew Shaven. I did definitely would be a, but, would be. But here, okay, ca- 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 you also have Alessia Hernandez go. Yes, yes, you do. The guy from the Marlins. Yeah. You do. 
Uh, Jeff Brigham. Oh, Jeff Brigham as well. Yes. Yes. Good call. But here's my thing. Stephen Redling as well. Yes. But here's my thing. Zach- Zachary <laughs> as well. Here's my thing. All right. All right. Here's yeah. my thing. Yeah. I want a, another bullpen arm because I could see a platoon of Brett Beatty and Marcana in left field. That's what I could see. That's why I'm talking infield trades. That's why I'm talking oh. Gourmet or Escobar because I love I love the idea of seeing Brett Beatty in left field against righties and Marcana in left field against lefties. To be honest with you, we I want the kid to play, bro. Because even even next year, if the kid's legit, the free agents we get then whatever. That's that's next year, but I just want to see the kid play, man. Yeah, so so from everything that you just said, and we we agree with this, then I guess if you're confirming what I think that you just said, you after Carlos Correa, mm-hmm. moves are going to be made with certain players, right? There's going to be a trade because somebody has to go ultimately. Yeah, but there are a lot of people out there, whether it be, you know, on the television. Uh, I just dropped the pen. Whether it be on a television, on the television, social media, whatever, saying that the Mets still may go ahead and try to add another bat, you're essentially saying that you don't think they need to. No, after Korea, no. I, I mean, yeah, no, because I, because, nah, because nah, I agree. Because yeah, nah. I agree. Because if you, because it, because if you hold on to, if you again, if you hold on to Escobar, as we just said, yeah. Then, then he's your, you know, right-handed platoon with with um, uh, with Vogelbach as mm-hmm. Canna will will be in left, right? Correct. But then, if um, you know, then they go ahead and there is a uh, lefty uh, on the mound. Correct. Uh, then Mark Canna can shift over to the designated hitter spot if Escobar is traded because Guillaume will be at second and McNeil. We'll be in left. I just went reverse on that one. If you saw you that one, you did. I did. I did. I started confusing my. That's why I, started, I just ignored it. I ignored no, no, no. I, I started. I started confusing myself, and then I, yeah, and then yeah. I, and then I caught myself there. Yeah. yeah. Woo. It's been a long day, dude. It's the hot stove. It's the hot stove, man. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. Wednesday, January fourth, man. Twenty twenty three. Big things coming. Twenty twenty three. How do we get here? <laughs> Great question. Time's Great flying, question, man. But it's not that type of podcast, unfortunately. Times, times flying, man. Yeah. What did is. you do for What did you do for the holiday? Anything? Oh uh, well, you know, just chilled out. I mean, my family went on a resort, so I stayed back. I mean, you know, it's probably they went. A bad they went. Shade. They went on a resort. Yeah. On, they went on. I think so. Or they went uh, to somewhere in New Jersey with a resort. To a to a resort. To a resort. Excuse me. Oh. Yeah. I thought they were on. T- I thought they were actually physically on top of the of the resort. Almost. Like, wow. Almost. Like, wow, it's probably pretty windy sweet. up there. Nice, good sweet. Nice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, two things I did want to say. Um, first off, you mentioned Frank Fleming earlier. I did. Um, a follower of ours uh, sent over a video that I didn't see. It was a barstool video of oh, Frank yeah. saying probably, the five most cursed yeah, teams, yeah. sports teams. We're number two, um, and the Mets are number two. Yeah, I, I called. I called this first two. Number two was the Mets, and and number one was the obviously Dolphins. the Miami Dolphins, bro. Because those are the two teams that like hit his heart. Yeah, but haven't the Dolphins won a Super Bowl? Yeah, but. Since Marino, no. 
Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Like yeah, and they and they, and they, they started and they started off as good as the Jets, and they're about to not make the playoffs. They got to beat us to make the playoffs. I don't even want to talk. Robert Sala said we're not we're not taking it lightly. I, <laughs> I whatever. But. I don't even want to talk about the Jets. Nah, yeah, moving on. I don't even want to talk about the Jets. Yeah, but um, I <laughs> I I mean, it almost yeah, but that that list to him wasn't personal. Obviously, I no no no, no I shouldn't say Which that. Which one? Obviously, his cursed teams. Obviously, that was personal. The first two were but, definitely personal. Yeah, the, <laughs> the the first two were definitely personal. Do you think is are the Mets the most cursed team for you, or is that the Jets? What? No, Jets. Hundred percent. The Mets. I've seen yeah. more success with the Mets than the Jets. Yeah, I know. And the you know, like, and that's and the Mets haven't had much success. I've seen the Mets make a championship. Yeah, yeah, and that they should have won. I've seen the Jets almost make a Super Bowl twice. That's it. I don't care. Almost doesn't count. I, I love those teams, though. Always remember those teams. Oh, uh, dude. No, the Jets are definitely the most cursed team. Definitely. But, 100% but, since but I was the, little. Oh, you're but, a Jets fan? You're bugging. But the Mets, <laughs> but the Mets hurt the most. And, and the fact, yo, and it's crazy, too, because, like, Giants, they, were, they weren't, they're not. Dude, they had bad years, but, like, they're not cursed. You know, like, the Jets are cursed. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the Giants are not cursed. The like, Giants like, are not I could cursed. say I, the Knicks might be floating with curse too. Oh yeah, they are. They are. Even no, nah, but that's the thing I say floating is because they're competitive. They're they, they're competitive now. Like, did they win? They ninety four eighty nine at the end of the third. They probably the game is probably still going. Whatever. But the Mets, they're definitely not cursed because we got blessed with the fucking rich ass owner. <laughs> well, on my. While on my side, my winning streak's about to end with the Nets. Um, yeah, no, we're, dude, Nets we're, are we're, we're, in the finals. Yeah, we're about to we're about to we're about to fall to uh, Chicago. Kevin Nets Durant. Kevin Kevin Durant okay. put, a, put up forty two, but in a losing effort right now. Um, as we're talking basketball. Um, but yeah, but Dom now, Smith to the Nationals though. Dom Smith to the Nationals. Yeah, we, yeah. Listen, I I listen I. Whether he rectifies his career and turns out to be, I hope he hits thirty-five home runs. But continue. Yeah, yeah. Listen, whether he turns out to be a thirty-five home run hitter, or he is just like a first baseman that goes to shit teams when they're in rebuild mode and hits two thirty, two twenty-five, two thirty with be generous, two forty. All right, two forty with like (laughs) with like fourteen to twenty home runs and just kind of like whatever. I and I actually think I'm being generous there as well. Um, very, <laughs> yeah, I, very generous. Um, no matter what, whether he is amazing or whether he is shit, when he yeah. plays the Mets, mark my words, he will torment us. He will torment us. I'm talking. Daniel I'm Murphy talking. 2.0? No, no, no. Forget that. He's gonna. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm to be no because the Nationals are so bad, right? The yeah. Nationals were very good when Daniel Murphy went over there, very and the true. Mets were trying to be competitive, so it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. But right now, coming off a of World Series, but continue. right now Dom Smith can just play role of spoiler, right? He could just so, play ball. Yeah, yeah, he could just play ball, right? So I'm talking. We're gonna see four four for four performances. We're gonna see him getting a game winning knock and and you're and you and I are just going to be fucking livid with every other met fan out there that is the, that's the type of shit that's going to happen because that because but when, when because when we're talking about curses that is the type of crap that happens to the mets yeah 
that type of stuff bites them in the butt. I do not think Dom Smith ends up being a a stud though. I don't. You know what we should do? We should do we should do top top five to ten met killers in our in not even in our, in our lives, but just yeah, probably in our lives. Yeah, I'll say in our lives. I'm not. No, we're not doing it now. Uh, no, but it's no. funny. Uh, one name popped up, but I'm not gonna say it. We're yeah, no, it. yeah, save it, and yeah. we can touch upon that after we talk about. Uh, our reaction to when Correa signs next time. So hopefully, um, yeah, and that's no. going to be, hopefully that's going to be like a breaking news episode. Yeah. Yeah. The other hop on right away. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I wanted to ask you, um, what are your thoughts on the Mercury Mets uniforms? Dude, they were selling some of those at the team store. When I went before Christmas, the holiday sale they had, which yo kudos. Mercury Mets. Dude, yes. Piazza jerseys, Mercury Mets, I believe Piazza. Um, yeah, nah, only Piazza. Now that I don't remember, but yeah, Mercury Mets. Do you think Steve Cohen <laughs> should bring them back? I was looking at them. I'm like, they weren't so pricey. I, maybe. Do you think he should bring them back? No. For, for a game? <laughs> no, no. He should bring back those jerseys that I saw on Twitter the other day when James McCann was on base and somebody roasted him for being on base. Was that... That wasn't photoshopped. That was no, no, no. It was no. uh, it was the it was. What game was I that? What year it was? I forgot what year it was, but it, it was literally like the, I want to say early no late nineties two thousands jerseys, like the the white ones that said like Mets yeah. and had like yeah the, yeah it says, stripes. It says New York across the front. Oh yes, yes, that's what I meant. Yes, yes. yeah, yes. it says New but York. That type the... of style, yeah. Yeah, well, if we it was, could, it, literally if the we, picture I saw was with James McCann, which is ironic. He got traded, but I know if we could find the photo, um, we would you. we would know what year it was because uh, Mister Mr. Cora would be at third base, right? Could be the third base coach. Oh no, Cora, yeah, no, I'm telling you, this was before Buck Showalter. Oh yeah, yeah. It was the uh, the good old uh, Louis Louis Rojas days. Yeah. Oh. Love Louis. I'm about to find it right now. Love Louis. <laughs> Do you? Also, also, last time we spoke, did Michael Conforto sign with the Giants yet? Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Pending he did. physical. Okay. De- De- Devers' big extension. Bro, big one. Doing oh, doing yeah. doing what they want. Doing what they should have done few years ago with him and doing what uh, the Mets should do with Pete Alonso right now. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Um, yeah. He got paid what? 11 years, 11 years, three thirty-one. Yes. Dude. He's a talent. He is a stud. Yo, um, what's his name? Chain bloom. Yeah. No. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Heim, Heim bloom. Heim bloom. Excuse me. Heim maybe bloom. It's, maybe it's, keeping maybe, his word, not trading them. Maybe chain. I don't know. Whatever, man. He was he almost kept his word. That's all I'm trying to say. He was he was almost the Mets general manager, almost, and he would have traded Degrom. He would have traded uh, yeah. Degrom under under the uh, the regime of the Will Ponzi's. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Yes. All right, man. All right, man. Well, listen, um, this has been fun. Very. Um, another episode in the books. Cup of Mets. You know, it's it's definitely been a little quiet. Um, you know, just considering we just wrapped up the holidays and um. Uh, Carlos Correa's party is completely mute and um, uh, the Mets party is completely mute. Um, 
So not a ton to talk about. And obviously that is kind of the um, the the thing that's kind of blocking any other progress in any other area for the Mets to kind of improve in, whether it be the bullpen or uh, whether it be another bat or, or whatnot or trading yeah. one of our own pieces. So um, kind of in wait and see mode, um, but when it does get finalized, you know, we will come back to you live. So uh, expect to see us again and, uh, you know, tune Definitely. in. And, uh, you know, uh, and of course, the one time when I'm set to moderate the the chat, nobody's in the chat. Okay. All right. Well, listen, next time I'll be there uh, for Ian, <laughs> Rob and, and Rob. Any 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 final words, buddy? Uh, I mean, you know, you know what's going on in the NFL with the player that, that got injured. Uh, what was his name again? I'm sorry. DeMar and DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, DeMar Hamlin. Um. Yeah. You know, prayers out to him. He uh, he collapsed on the field. Uh, some stuff we've never seen before, personally, uh, during a football game. And I just want to give shout out to him. Uh, hopefully, God got him, and hopefully, you know, he he recovers. And uh, you know, we send out a prayer to him from the couple Mets to him and his family. Um, also, also, you know, shout out to Sean Sean McDermott and and is it Zach Taylor, head coach of the Bengals. The yeah. head co- two head coaches from that night, you know, they were in a tough spot. Um, stuff that's never, like I said, stuff that's never happened before. A lot of emotions running through the locker room. A lot of emotions running through their their minds. I just want to give a shout out to them for handling the situation like like you should handle it. Um, yep. You know, somebody's life's on the line and just playing football. You know, and that's stuff that, like I said, we've never seen before. We just got to appreciate life. We got to appreciate the, the things that God has given us and. And you know, honestly, uh, what's it called? I'm just, I'm just happy uh, he's okay, or he's, he's starting to be. I, I see some good news about him. And wait, what, to, what, what is it? What is it? Because I, I, I haven't heard the last that I saw. So, was he so was still sedated. He, so he's and... in the hospital. Apparently, he's, he's breathing on his own, fifty percent. No, uh, I, I mean that's what the last I heard on Twitter. But oh you know, shout gosh. out to them. Uh, shout out, shout out to Cincinnati Hospital. Um, and you know, prayers out to them, like I said, but you know, thank you for the listeners. Thank you for this, Ian, you know, we're going to keep doing this. And like I said, 2023 is going to be a great year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, no big time, big time prayer, uh, sent out to DeMar Hamlin. Um, just an absolutely horrific scene that was on the field the other night and something that kind of doesn't matter what sport you're watching. It, It goes beyond sports and, um, you know, it's a human life and, um, you know, we send our best to him and, and again, prayers from the, uh, cup of Mets team. Um, for Rob Venegas, I am Ian Bosniak. Thank you again for joining us. And, uh, I will say we'll see you next week, but we could see you sooner. Hopefully Carlos Correa signs the sooner, the better. See you later guys.